And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. Welcome to Shooting Straight. I am your co-host, David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofgren. How you doing today, Rand? I'm good, good. Oh, I'm just... Might good. not be too good after this, but we'll see how things go. Well, hopefully it'll be good. Oh, it is good. I gotta get it out. I gotta... Let's see. There we go. Just hanging my stuff up here. I'm a little chilly today, so I'm moving things around and... I'm kind of like burred into my... I am too, eh? And I, have... I was just getting ready before you said you were ready uh-huh. to get under the covers for a little bit. Were you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm bored with TV. I, I, I can't watch it. I try to put all kinds of movies on. I put Jason on, the first one, you know, yeah. which is like, God, I know what you mean by we were so entertained by that back then, but now it's like, Ugh. duh, that's lame. Yeah. Um. Well, since, oh, yeah, I don't think we talked about it. I, uh, last week I was at Walmart and I found a eight pack of Friday the 13th, one through eight, uh, for 15 bucks. Yeah. And I decided to pick it up. I binged watched all of them and watched number nine online. Jason goes to hell. But after number nine, I was burnt out. I, I can't, I can't, I can't do two. Well, I'm going to still try to watch them. It, it's just, uh, it's not the movie itself. I'm like you said, my creative batteries are full. Yeah. I, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I want to do something, you know? Right. Productive. Productive. In some way, uh, yeah, it doesn't mean that, that it necessarily gives me anything out of it, but I, you, I'll still get something out of it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. I, I, I just, if you could listen and you can hear my voice, I don't feel good today, and and uh, I, I need to do this, you know, get this out there because people expect it now. Yeah. So. Each and every week we get together and we find out how Randy's doing in his progress and his sobriety. So we get and we sit down and we ask him the all-important question, how long have you been clean and sober? 24 days. That's right. That is awesome. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I uh, don't, I'd be doing drinking, it would give me that time of doing it, and then I'd fall asleep for a little bit, and then it'd take a little bit more time. Now I got nothing but time on my hands because I'm not occupying it with drinking. Right. So I uh, don't know what to do, really. I don't know what to do. I mean, we pretty much got everything that needs to be done right now for the world of myth and, and for you. So it's like, you give me books. You give me a comic book, I'm going to read it. I started reading it, and then I was like, oh, I want to watch a movie. And then I tried to watch one movie, and then the next movie, and I was like, man, I know I have concentration. Right. That's not the problem. I just can't concentrate on what I'm trying to concentrate on. It's just not grabbing your attention. 
it's not it. I want to work on a car, but I don't know nothing about my car or it'd be fixed. The newer cars, you know, like, right. like Chevys. I can work on Chevys, you know, but uh, I can't build something with wood if I had wood. I don't have no tools to build it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if my stepdad had a garage for I'd always be building something in his garage that kept me occupied, helping him build things around the house, fences, doing a garden. Ooh. Doing a garden. Maybe. Yeah. I just seen the light bulb go off on top of your head. Yeah, this is the time to get start getting the soil ready, and Debbie said I could, so. Yeah. Debbie's my stepmom, uh, David's mother. It's actually, well, yeah, because... Technically, October is harvest time, so it's time to harvest and you replant. Well, you turn the, the soil and you let the soil have to set for so many days. You, a lot of people say full moon in June is the best time to plant or May springs when it's raining, you know. Right. But uh, I got to do something. I don't like this laying there. I'm getting tired of laying there, too. Yeah. But it does take up time and whatever, yeah. Well, you you uh, also had a big obstacle that you overcame this week, and I didn't mention it, but because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. But uh, Monday was Monday the fifteenth was his birthday, and he turned forty one. But that that wasn't the obstacle that he had to overtake. He uh, he um he obviously stayed sober in the process of his birthday. And, and we actually did kind of talk about how this is the first birthday in a long time that you were sober. And if there was going to be any opportunity or any chance given to relapse, it would have been that day yeah. and because you did not, you were able to, you know, keep on being sober. And, and like I said, it, and it really does. I mean, I think. Well, tell him why. Are you, you want me to tell him why? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, not only was it my birthday, but it, my Aunt Karen, which is my favorite aunt, uh, passed away on the same day as my birthday. And I did think about it, and I got emotional to myself. And I thought about going and getting a drink, but I said, no, I'm not going to let this one day ruined my all the other days so i didn't do it and for the most part it was uh it was a pretty nice day yeah 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 i liked it i don't feel 41 but i my body does <laughs> my back's been hurting for a few days and been out but today it feels really good well that's one thing i was also going to bring up was the fact that now that you're sober you're feeling aches and pains that you said you never felt before. I never have felt them. I, I must have been really lubricated a lot. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I hurt all the time now. I'm not just being a wussy or saying this or that, but I got a broken back. It's not broken no more, but it, it still hurts, especially with the cold. Oh, yeah. So that's one thing. And then I had an emotional day when I figured out what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, what was what time was it when you came in? I don't remember what time we were talking, and and you said that you had figured in or figured out what um, you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I did. Should we start on that or? 
yeah, I, I have nothing, you know, um, pre-planned. That's the only thing is, you know, we ask how many days you, you're clean and sober. It's going to be a hundred someday. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll be 175 days, 76 days. By the time the first year comes? Oh yeah, I should be. Really? Let's see. Let me get my handy dandy. 31, 31. My iPhone 62. here. 62. Hold on here. Let's see. 24. That's like 87. Siri, what date will it be in 76 days from now? It's January 1st, 2019 at 10.05 a.m. There you go. Oh, you said 76. 70, I, because today's 24, right? I thought you said 176. No. You said today was 24, right? Yeah. So 100 days sober will be January 1st, 2019. Wow. And that's going to be another hard day. Why? Because I always partied on New Year's. Oh, really? All the way through to the next day, I stayed up all night long and, you know, been tweaking and drinking and smoking and toking and joking. All right, Steve Miller. <laughs> I had to give a little humor, you know. <laughs> uh, I, the only thing that I ever did, and I always tease because it, it, it was kind of a pseudo superstition was I, I always was told and I always brought it forward on New Year's Eve that whatever you're doing on New Year's Day will be what you'll be doing the following day or following year. And I always worked New Year's, you know, New Year's Day, the turn from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day. I always worked. Uh. And it was just that stupid reassurance. Well, if I'm working this year, I'll be working next year. Right. And for the last three, no, yeah, three years. Because even though I lost the job in January or uh, May of 2015, that that January, I was actually off. Uh, so I've been off three Januaries. I've just been watching movies. <laughs> On New Year's? Yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe we can get together and watch movies. I like your TV and your surround sound. I'm going to get me a new TV. I knew you were when you get taxes, huh? Yeah. You going to sell this one to me? If you want it, yeah. Yeah, I'll buy it. Whatever you think's fair for it. That'd be great in my room. I'll be able to challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I can plug in and listen with headphones. Yeah. Yeah, there's the a, other one I have. Don't do it. You know? There's a headphone jack in the back. Right. So yeah, I I have a a 70 inch flat screen and um, it it's high definition. It's 1080p, but I really want at least a 4K. I really do. The the HD one or the that one, the where you have to use the new discs and stuff with it. I do. Dude, look at your set though. You ain't even going to do that, are you? Start buying those new movies. Well, it it'll be easier because I'll just start changing them out because there's not a a, a selection like Blu-ray. You know. Oh, they haven't done that yet. No, it's only certain, certain movies one, yeah. that they're doing. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. I don't know. I just I'm I, I that's one thing 
how do I say this? My movies and my TV. That's that's the only thing that I've ever been really fussy about having are my movies and my TV. Right. That's that's it. Other than that, I I, I can, you know, deal and compromise with anything else. But just let me have my movies and my TV. This morning I got a little feed from uh, Avengers Four, and it said trailer released. It was a tease trailer just to talk about when the date and how uh chronically they they're setting it up a certain way to make it more better of a movie. That's all it was talking about. It didn't even give me no no little scenes or anything. That's and I haven't touched nothing. I thought it was a real trailer. Right. So I was like, yeah, okay, I got to like for the last three months I haven't been going down the rabbit holes. And I was like, slide I was like, oh, yeah, this is just to talk about how the teaser trailer is only coming out on a certain day, and it's made to make you like the movie even more. And I was like, oh, this is lame. Yeah, we, um, we're going to the movies tomorrow. Yeah. Let's see. We're going to try to, we got a, a ding here, so we're, we're jumping in here and, and Doing a little live video real fast. Never see me. There we go. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. All right. There we go. Um, send that out there to the world. But yeah, we're going to the movies tomorrow. We're going to see the, the new Halloween. And I really... Are they calling it just Halloween? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not a restart, is it? No, no. In fact, what I understand is the way it's written, it it takes place right after the first Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. But the the main woman, she ain't playing his sister, huh? Jamie Lee Curtis is that's she's in it. I know, but is she his sister still? I don't know. Because I had heard something that she's not his sister. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. That would be weird, her playing in it and not being her sister. Was she the sister? She was the sister in the first one, right? Through all of them. Interesting. I don't know. But, yeah, we're going to go see that tomorrow. And I'm I'm afraid because I actually have high hopes for it. Do you? Yeah. That we get scared? Yeah. And people jump and yell and everything like that. Yeah. Me too, which makes you want to jump more because someone else by you is jumping. I just hope, well, I don't, okay. I I do hope. I hope there's a damsel in distress by me and she goes, ah, and grabs my hand. And I'll be like, oh, it's okay, sweetheart. Oh, shit. Randy will lift that because, you know, you got the, the movable arms. He'd be like, come jump in my lap. I'll, <laughs> I'll protect you. I know you better than that. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. I was playing <laughs> on it off a little bit. Uh, yeah, being being Mister Casual, just like nonchalant about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, we are taking applications for the church of Ducky Woo Woo. <laughs> now it's the church of Ducky Woo. -woo. <laughs> Who started that? Did you start that? I don't know. I seen it online. Uh, so. I just went with you it. You gotta be kidding me, dude. People are loving it, huh? Yeah. So I, I'm legitimately trying to figure out a good duck to use. Well, I've thought a couple, you know. I've thought about a rubber ducky, you know. Yeah. But it, 
I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're yeah. gonna put a, a shirt out, you know, of uh, Ducky Woo Woo. But uh, it yeah, it's just taking a while. I gotta find the right one. Yeah, and not one that's been used. You no, know. no, it, it. Yeah, so that's what's going on with that Church of Ducky Woo Woo taking applications. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and jump into this. We are actually almost 16 minutes into the show already. Oh, wow. Um, go ahead and hit us with your story. First, I'd like to start by saying that when I start talking about this story, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be upset at me. And there's a lot of people that aren't going to be upset because they've apologized for the stuff that they did in my past with the story that I'm about to explain. Uh-huh. So, uh, take it or leave it is all I got to say, cause it's got to come out. So I, uh, 2010, I, before then had, a uh, signed up for a program for housing. It's called section eight and I got my own house. Uh-huh. First time I've been homeless most of my life. And, uh, I loved it. I took care of it. Everything about it was awesome. But then everybody started coming over, and I started partying, and I didn't clean it up as much, which is my fault, you know? How long was that from moving to start partying? How long do you think that was? Oh, about a month. Okay. Everybody found out where I lived because I didn't tell anybody I got a place. They just happened to see my vehicle and me outside, and it would stop because I'm right in a main alley, and everybody goes down that alley to go to the store in Lake Isabella, the plaza. So they used that alley, and I lived in the alley. Okay. So I got saw. I didn't stay hidden long enough. I wanted to. Not that I wanted to be a hermit, but I wanted to start doing what I'm doing now. Right. Back then. And uh, so that happened. And then when do you think Pops died? What was it? He he died in 2011. He, he died uh, July 14th, 2011. Well, so about... About a year, because I got, it was March that I moved into it. Uh-huh. About a year later, I, I lost it when he passed away. And I I started doing drugs and drinking again and, and smoking. And uh, so everybody started coming along, acting like they were my friends. And they uh, parted with me. And most of the time, they didn't have no money. I, I had the money because I had my Social Security. I got it in 2010, too. Right. And uh, nobody would clean up, help me. Uh, I knew I shouldn't be doing what I was doing. But uh, the fact of it is that the point I'm getting at is that when I needed things from someone, I never got it. And I was always bitching and complaining and yelling at my mom how people were treating me. And she'd say, it's your fault. You need to stop the life that you're living. And I knew it. And I, I let people live with me and stay with me, and uh, they would take advantage of me, tell me they were gonna pay me money and then not pay me money, and then I get mad and then I kick them out, and then I do it again. I get someone else to move in. It's just because I was lonely. Right. After my dad died, and I was looking for something to to fill the void, console me. Uh, and uh, was it to console or fill the void? A little bit of both. Okay. And uh. It became a point where 
I had so many keys out with so many people. People were just coming in my house when I was asleep. I'd wake up to someone cooking something in my kitchen or or going something or doing drugs in my living room, and I would be, like, tripped out. Uh, I even, I've explained in a couple of the podcasts, uh, got to the point where people thought I was doing bad things, and they tried to kill me. Right. So that that there should have been an alarm, and I tried to stop. I went into rehab. I I could only do it for three months, and then it it wasn't what I was needing. I knew what I needed. I just needed to get away from the people. Right. But I still didn't. And that's just the first year right there. Now, with rehab, because I've never been to rehab, what is that experience like? Well, I never went into a, a in-home rehab. Uh-huh. I went to an outpatient rehab. Okay. Where you went there and you, you studied about bad habits, things that are good. Uh, they always talked about the big circle and the little circle. The the little circle being influence and uh, or one or the other. I can't remember what it was. And the big circle being concern and what what's important. So. At the time, one or the other, I can't remember, the thing that was important to me was drinking. Right. And the other things was just concern. And I tried to work it to where the little circle was the concerns and the out circle was the influence. Gotcha. Okay. So, and and we talked about our our problems or things that we've done, why we do it, uh, what we missed. I learned in it at least... Because the major reason that uh, I started talking, it came up with my dad. Uh-huh. And uh, the the guy that, that did ran the program said, you know, you can't concentrate on the one day that your dad passed away. You have to concentrate on all the days that you had with him, not just that one day. Right. So I started thinking more and more about that. Uh, that 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 that's about two or three years in that that I was about doing that. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump back to the house. Um, so you you tried rehab for a few months, and then it was close to a year, and then what happened? I just became a zombie, like like Walking Dead or something. I didn't even know when I was doing drinking. I was falling down and hurt myself. That's when I got my Harry Potter scar. Yeah, I I got hit by an axe handle. When I saw you at uh, the funeral, and that was August of 2011, you were a zombie. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I the, mean, do you do you remember actually the conversation we had? No. Uh, yeah, you were just kind of like you 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 kind of repeated yourself quite a few times, and you're just like happy to see me, and you're happy to see Rebecca, and and how how many people showed up for the funeral, and you know I, I kept I was like you okay, and you're like yeah I'm I'm having seizures, and um you haven't touched on those yet, have you? No, I haven't had them in a long time. It was because I was doing too much drugs and drinking that was causing my synapses or something to shoot off wrong inside my head. Uh-huh. And then it, I would start like going and going. And then since I've been here, I haven't had none. They're not granny seizures or anything like that. They're self-induced seizures. They're petite. 
Yeah, from doing drugs and alcohol and, and the medication that I was taking too from the doctors. So that was what that was about. But yeah, you, you definitely, you were certainly a, a zombie. You were just, I was concerned. And um, that was when Lacey was pregnant with Zoe. Right. Because uh, Lacey didn't go because she was um, on bed rest. Excuse right. me. Um, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, I know the point that I want to get to. I just don't know how to do it. Should I come out with the point and you help me go through what it is, the time limits? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, I'm very hurt. And upset, but still forgiving, that when I finally lost my house, there was nobody there to help me. I had to move myself because my mom and stepdad are disabled, uh-huh. and they couldn't help me with the heavy stuff. So I and I wasn't strong enough. I lost so much muscle from doing drugs. Uh, I had to take care of my own self, and I lost my house. Because of things that I allowed to happen, but nobody was there that I thought would help me. I even threw a barbecue and tried to tell people to come over and buy alcohol and stuff, and nobody showed up. Really? Um, Because you had brought this to light before, so let's just kind of specify what was it that... Now, the owner is the one that kicked you out of the house? Because yeah. you were buying it, right? No, I wasn't buying it. You were just renting. I, that was still a process. That I, that's a whole nother story about okay. buying a house later on. I, this was just a house that I was living in before I got into the next program, which was HUD. And HUD, it helps you for every dollar you save. They donate a dollar towards buying a place. And so I was trying to save money. Okay, okay. And do that. So I got it mixed up. Okay, so you were renting and the owner kicked you out. Yeah, after seven years, I, I'm surprised she she went that long because everybody that moved into the apartment next to me moved out because of me and what was going on. Really? Oh, yeah. People were jumping my fence. I'd put signs out there telling people that I don't want to be bothered because I was trying my hardest not to do that life and try to be that life because I knew my dad wouldn't want me to be like that. Right. And uh, it just got bad. People started threatening me and then the neighbors would be outside and they'd get scared and they'd move off but they could never really kick me out until they found a reason and and then they found out that through talking and people talking too loud that i was doing drugs and and alcohol and drinking and stuff like that and it broke the contract yeah it broke the contract gotcha okay so you lost well you got kicked out you had to you had to move, so you what? You had to put everything in storage. It's still all in storage. So who who ended up helping you put the in storage, or did you? Do Nobody. It I did it all myself. Okay. And you you felt like you were let down, and you were more than hurt. You were actually the way that you you talk about it, and the emotion that I pick up on it is it's more it's it's more heartbreak heartbreak than just being sad and, and felt let down. You you were heartbroken that these people that were quote unquote your friends just abandoned you. Yeah. There's a couple that, that I've gotten back in touch with on Facebook 
and that's my really close friend that I knew was my friend, and she apologized because she was going through something, uh-huh. but I was working really hard with her. I, I, I'm good at helping others, but not helping myself uh-huh. until recently, you know, learning how to help myself. Right. But I wanted her to get her kids back, and I, I let her live with me, and we had lots of problems back and forth and things that we do with each other. But she ended up, uh, getting the kids back. She's two years sober. Her, she got back with her fiance. He's a year sober, and they apologized for all that they did. And the 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 how do I say it? The effort that they put in for me to lose my house. You know what I'm trying to say? Not yes. Not effort, but what's the word I'm looking for? Their part that they did, and that and that they didn't mean to do it. You know, that they're the only people that's apologized to their me. involvement. Yeah. Yeah, their involvement. That's the word I was looking for, but I couldn't get it to come out. But uh they've apologized to me and, and they they actually uh tried to get me a place and I said I, I'm already settled now, you know, and got a new path in the way that I'm going. Right. So thank you for that. You know who you are. I don't really want to mention names, you know. Right. Because he is a podcast sensation. <laughs> he tells me it is, but I can't get no emails from nobody. Uh, and he's not telling me no emails that are coming. I. They're just about when we mess up, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I get random. That's like, eh, you know. I'll, yeah. I'll read them and just kind of. There's no reply needed or oh, okay. just, just, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure you can probably hear this in the background. Uh, today is trash day. So you hear the trash truck. That's what you hear, kids. <laughs> Michael Winslow is not here making the sound effects. It's a real thing. That's the guy from police Academy, right? Uh-huh. I thought so. Yeah. He was awesome. It was. Um, so anyway, the how many two people apologized or more? Two people, yeah. And it's uh, and you're in contact with them. Yeah, I talk to them once in a while through uh, Facebook and say hi and how they're doing. They sent me happy birthday. A lot of people sent me a happy birthday. Thank you for the happy birthdays to everybody. How is that? I mean, how does it feel? to that's a good that's a good thing to touch on is um because you know last year you were new to the the whole social media thing so you didn't have that many people responding and talking to you as to this year as you're out there you're out there on three branches of the medium and you you're getting these inputs and and for the first time you know peace especially people outside of your inner circle, outside of the family, are wishing you happy birthday for the first time. You know, you're getting noticed by these people. I enjoyed it. Even people that that really I don't know but are part of our, our circle and, and so said that they liked it and happy birthday to me, which they just know me from the podcast and from the world of myth. Right. So that was cool. I, I, I thought it was awesome, you know. Just little funny things, you know. Or they sent me gifts, you know. Gifts are funny little tidbits. Yeah. I love that word, tidbit. And uh, 
Yeah, because I I did notice. I noticed, you know, you you had quite a few, um, and you, I was on Facebook and and Twitter. I didn't look on Instagram. Did you get anything on Instagram? I don't know if I did or not, because sometimes they're connected, sometimes they're not. So the way the things are coming now through uh-huh. my phone, I get two Facebooks. I get the Facebook from uh, my phone, uh-huh. and then it looks like I get this one Facebook from if you go on browser. Yeah, you can do that too. So I, I'm getting things. Why why people are coming through browser and some are coming through? I don't use browser, you know what I mean? Right. So why is it coming through browser on my phone? Is weird. <laughs> you need to get an iPhone. I've been thinking about that a lot. You know, if I was gonna buy myself anything, because I've been pondering lately. And I know we we talked about it. How I'm gonna have this money. Because I'm not spending it on alcohol, and what should I spend it on? Right. And then I thought, I actually thought about, you say iPhone, I thought about buying me a tablet, but I can't afford a iPad. I'm sure you could. Aren't they like $900? Yeah. How much? Get one for about four. 400 see that's still a lot of money for me i have to do a lot of saving if i could save that much money uh-huh. i'm saving towards a car if you yeah. i think that's what i should save for yeah car is my car because it's out there waiting for me that's true but uh, i'll just kind of throw this out on the i or the apple products your brother your nephew and your niece all have iphones Almost everybody that I talk to has iPhone. They can do different things than I can do, different emotions than I can do. Mike has an iPhone. Stephanie Barty, she just switched and became a, an Apple head. She has an iPhone, so it's it's a calling. It is a calling. I know I could get one, uh, like off the internet for a decent price. I wouldn't have to go get a brand new one because no. I heard the brand new ones are difficult. Like, if you're not in a place to update all the time, it'll mess stuff up. Well, there's a reason why I still have my 6S Plus. Because it's not update all the time, huh? Well, no, it, it does. It updates all the time. That's not a problem. There's more things to the the new, um, the new like, Apple, or not Apple, iPhone X. Um, there's, like, no, Jay was telling me there's no, like, home button. Like, you know, you push the home button. And that you can guide from there. And he's like, there's no home button. There's no uh, audio jacks, you know. So, no audio jacks? Yeah. So it's not meant for music or anything? Well, everything's Bluetooth. Everything's Bluetooth on it? Yeah. So you have to have a Bluetooth device to, in order to listen to music? Yeah. So right off the bat, if you got it, you couldn't listen to music until you got a Bluetooth device. And well, it don't come with one, does it? I, I think it does. The, oh, okay. Blue, that would make sense. The Bluetooth. um earbuds oh nice yeah but i don't know i just well for example if i want to have a caller come in you know i can literally hook this up to our soundboard and just make a phone call and it will you'll be able to hear it and talk and i'll be able to hear it talk and and the conversation will go on the the computer you know that's because we have a head headphone jack without no headphone jack that's not you know, Apple. Bluetooth. What if your computer's Bluetooth? Mm, I don't know. I don't, you might be able to connect. It'd probably be 
catchy. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah, because actually you would have to get a Bluetooth device to hook up to the the, the uh, mixer, the soundboard, for it to connect to the soundboard because the soundboard's already connected to the computer. Yeah. So it would have to be a Bluetooth I've, device. I, I don't know where it is, but I have a little one. It plugs into my stereo uh-huh. that I had in my car, and everything goes through it to it and then into my thing. Really? So I didn't have Bluetooth on my stereo. My new stereo, whenever I get to put it in a car or something, you know, has everything on it. Yeah. Talk, everything. Satellite. I can't wait for satellite. I love satellite. I was just thinking the other day how uh, I love all the different sound music because I love music. Yeah, it's it's a it's a or not it's a Sony. Yeah, it is a Sony. Yeah. Yeah. I I love Sony. If I'm gonna have something, Sony's one of my favorite things to have, especially with how when you hook up Sony to other Sony, uh-huh. they're compatible. They start reading off each other. Because I had a Sony DVD player, uh-huh. and I had a Sony Tower uh, surround sound uh, stereo, uh-huh. and they read each other when when stuff would go. Like I put music on to, to Sony player, uh-huh. it'd go through my my stereo and be reading the the Sony player. Then when I got a Sony TV, everything was just compatible. It it automatically set itself up for me. Really, it's kind of like how iPhone does a lot of that stuff. You know, sets up for you with your pad and, and your computer. Yeah, Sony does that. Sony should put out a phone. Sony, you hear me? Put a phone out. I think they do. Do they have a Sony phone? But you know the the interesting thing is is do you know what a, the Apple screens are? No, what? They're Sony's. Are they really? Yeah, they've always been Sony. They've always had a, a partnership with Sony. That's why I like it so much. Now you got me. You got me now. Yeah, this is also like a side game. You can listen to the background and. And figure out what you're hearing in the background. That, kids, was a police helicopter that was flying low. Ghetto chopper. Yeah. What did Lacey used to call it? The ghetto bird. Yeah, that's right. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So was that pretty much all that you had to say on, on you know, the, the friends? Or did you have more to say? I just wish that I didn't have to have left. But... It was inevitable, and I probably would have never sobered up if I didn't leave. Well, and I, I've said this before, and I'll go ahead and say it publicly, is that you're you're meant to be a teacher. And I think that what you're learning here is to be circumvented into what will be carried when you go back. Because I do. I feel that eventually you will go back. And you'll go back and teach what you've learned. And in order for a teacher, in order to be a good teacher, you have to have experienced something. In order to be um, a good teacher, you have to go through the whole steps and the process of, of, you know, having to leave, leave your friends, be lonely, go through withdrawals, you know, because you'll be able to go back and, and teach. But right. I, I, I tease. I, I, I see him like the modern day Plato. I really do. I just <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, I see it. I do. 
just don't like stand in a you know a stone you know palace with a just like a a, a shroud on or some shit. You know, like, <laughs> no, dude, we ain't going there, dude. I'm gonna get that raised. <laughs> so that. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh shit! But um, yeah, that that was um the I feel bad because I wasn't there to help you. It's all right. You you gonna do your life? You were living your life, you know. I didn't really let nobody know. I kept it hidden, even though I don't hide stuff too good. You know, my mom and them knew it all the time, but they they weren't tired of me. But they were at a point where he's got to fall. Right. We can't do that. And so they do that now. They don't really help me too much with anything. They just because they're not going to be around someday, and that they want me to be able to take care of myself. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, let's see, we've got, what, about five minutes left on this episode. We went through it fast. I knew it would work. Because of it being so, because, well, we, number one, we hadn't pod pod since, what, last week? Yeah, last week. And, uh, God, I still, I still have two episodes of my show that I gotta do. I might just skip one. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that or just nerd out over something and, and call it scissors. Make it a two part. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. That is. See how long I can talk before the kid wakes up. <laughs> I think she's already up. Oh, she? I heard Debbie. So usually when Debbie gets up, she wakes up either one of the two before or after. Right. Um, okay, let's go ahead and uh, let's see. Where do we want to go? Let's see. Where can they find you, Mr. Randy? They can find me on Facebook at Randolph Lofgren. They can find me at Instagram at Lofgren Randolph. And then find me at, did I say Instagram? Mm-hmm. I got it backwards. Twitter at Lofgren Randolph and Instagram at Randolph Lofgren. And then you can email me at randyman. 2388 at gmail.com. All right. And of course, if you have any general comments for the show, you can send an email to shooting underscore straight at jazelmon, J A Y Z O M O N dot com. And just, yeah, if I don't care, I, you know, uh, just we'll put this out there though. If it's a nasty, hateful email, um, I won't. I'll just delete it. Also, and I'm going to be kind of truthful about this. If you don't articulate your your words, like me setting you you like I don't know how do I say it. You speak into your phone, and you don't look at the words. You know, you do the speak to text kind of thing, and you send it, and it says Dave, hi, yo, two, one, B, house, come. You know, I'm like, just delete that shit. Right. You know, you're not going to try to figure it out. Yeah. Just, you know, take a little time. I mean, you've, you've gone that far. You've gone into your email program. You've put in the email, you you know, just put it a little, just a little, just go that little extra mile. And, and right. Right. Because I'm not, especially when I think about it. And again, I'm just being truthful because I've got a shit ton of things and I'm not even talking about personal. But, you know, especially like right now, this time of the month, 
is just insane for me because mm. I'm trying to run the World of Myth and the Jaisal Modcast and and personal shit, you know. So it's just like when I remember, oh yeah, let me go check the you know the Jaisal Mon email. You know, I, I don't got time for that. I, I know that sounds really pompous, and I apologize, but I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. I'm trying to drag it out here for the very last bit of minute. Oh, also, um, if you're a, what do you prefer, blonde, brunette, redhead? No, I'm not picky. He's not picky, but if you know, I ain't no shallow hell. <laughs> That's a good movie. Yeah, that is. That's why I say it. My Aunt Mandy used to tease me because I only had a certain type of woman that I like, and I wouldn't date or even be with any other woman. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So after that, after she teased me, it it was truthful. She was a truthful teasing, you know what I mean? She brung the movie out, made me watch the movie with her. I was like, dang, dude. And from then, I... It's all women are beautiful after that movie. They really are. Oh, you know, I'm going to say this and, and, uh, yeah, I don't care is, uh, I do. I have one general standard for a relationship. You have to at least be able to spell relationship. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's true, man. (laughs) That's a good one, dude. Yeah, talk to, you know, some chick that just doesn't, you know, just like space cadet. <laughs> you can't do that. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm actually more to the brainy ones. That's fun. All right, go ahead and hit them with your saying and let's get out of here. Uh, remember, anything that uh, you want to accomplish in life or do, no matter what it takes you to do, just do it. Just do it. And for me, don't forget, boys and girls, Ducky Woo Woo 4. Life <laughs> for Shooting Straight Podcast. I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Lover, and we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. I'm right here. Got to shoot.